0: God, are you with your Bible? Yeah, with your Bible, right? All right, um, we started talking on the local church. The local church, hallelujah! The local church, praise God. Let's turn our Bibles to Ephesians chapter 1. We just do a little recap on some of the things we have talked about. Ephesians 1, read from verse 22. Praise God, read from verse 22, Ephesians 1. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And from verse 22, it says, And I put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head. Gave him the head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. Let's turn our Bibles to Ephesians 4. Ephesians 4. Ephesians 4. Praise God. Just a little recap. We see from where we just read that um, the church is the body of Christ. The church is the body of Christ. Praise the Lord. The church is the body of Christ. And we talked about the fact that we have the universal and the local church. Of course, you will not see universal in the Bible, right? You will not see the word universal in the Bible, but that's just a way to classify it. We were trying to establish the fact that the universal body of Christ has to do with every believer, right? Every believer, uh, the Christ apostolic church members, the... RCCG members, the Mountain of Fire members, as long as they are believers, right? They are members of the body of Christ. We are all members of the body of Christ. And um, we can classify all of that group as the universal church. Praise God. Um, Ephesians chapter 4. Maybe before we read Ephesians 4, let's see Ephesians 3. Ephesians 3. We'll see something that also help us establish what we just talked about. Ephesians 2, from verse 14, it says, For this cause I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. I hope you are with your Bible. Rockwell, are you with your Bible? <laughs> Alright, let's, let's look into our Bibles. Praise God. Uh, if you are not with your Bible, I think it's on the screen as well. We're we'll making the culture to, to have a Bible. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, from verse 14, it says, For this cause I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family... In heaven and earth is named so you see he says there's a family we have a father and he says the whole family is named in our after that father praise god he says the whole family belongs to that father he says for this cause of my name is the father of our lord jesus christ of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named praise god so we said that can be also classified as a universal church praise god Ephesians 4, um, we'll just read it because I already, I already called it out. Ephesians 4, we read from verse 11 to 12. Praise the Lord. Say God's word. Say this after me. Say God's word. Is God talking to me? Say, I love the word. Think about what you just said. Say, I love the word. All right. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. So let's go on. Ephesians 4, we'll read from verse 11 to 12. It says... And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints for the work of the ministry for the edifying of the body of Christ. You know we are also am treating a series on this, um, the the ministry gifts. That's for our Wednesday services. It will do a whole lot of good. to so either listening to the message, the one we already preached on on taught on, on Wednesday and the subsequent ones as well hallelujah because there are some things we might not be able to see during our sunday service praise god hallelujah um let's turn our bibles to matthew 16 we also read this matthew 16 matthew 16 praise the lord all right yes flip your bible I, i love to flip my the pages of my bible I love the sound. <laughs> Praise God. It will, be, it will interest you, the things that interest me. Praise God. Hallelujah. Sometimes I love the smell too. <laughs> Praise God. You know when you see money? Have you seen new notes before? You know there's a way you smell. Well, God's word too. This. <laughs> Praise God. That's just by the way. <laughs> All right. Matthew 16, we we'll read from verse 13. It says, When Jesus came to the coast, of Caesarea, Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Whom do men say that I am? Sorry, whom do men say that, that, that I, the Son of Man, am? Verse 14. And they said, Some say that thou are John the Baptist. You know, you see, everybody can give. <laughs> Praise God. Let me start. Some say that thou are John the Baptist, some Elias, which is Elijah, and others Jeremiah, which is the prophet Jeremiah or one of the prophets, any of them, you are something. Verse 15, he says, he said unto them, but who say ye that I am? You see, he says, he said unto them, who say ye that I am? Verse 16, it says, and Simon Peter answered and said, thou art Christ. Uh, thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. It says, thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. Verse 7, verse 17, rather, it says, and Jesus answered and said unto them, blessed art thou, Simon by Jonah, for flesh and blood hath not revealed these unto thee, but my father which is in heaven. And I say unto thee, that thou art Peter, and upon this rock, I will build my church, and the gate of hell shall not prevail against it. The first thing you will notice there, it says, who do they say that I am? And they were describing him. Praise God. You know, there are songs like that. You are Some say you are this, some say you are, you get. But Jesus now asks them and said, who do you say that I am? Praise God. And that's one question many of us should be able to answer as believers. Who do you say that he is? Praise God. You know, it will amaze you if you give people mics here and say, who is Jesus to you? Praise God. It was amazing what people would say. Well, not here. Not here. I believe not here. People would describe him as many things. You know, you see, that was the way they described him. And Jesus looked at them and said, Who do you say that I am? Who do you say that I am? And Simon Peter looked at him and said, You are, the, you are Christ, the son of the living God. I said, Flesh and blood are not revealed this to you, but my Father that is in heaven. Hallelujah. I also talked about the fact that had become they people have argued against this word as well, this scripture, how that this revelation he was talking about was about Peter. No, it was not about Peter. It was about the church. Praise God. Are you here? Say, I'm here if you are here. All right. It was about the church. It was not about Peter. Praise God. It says, upon this rock, I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. We talked about that. This has to do with revelation knowledge. Upon this shall I build my church, and the gate of hell shall not prevail against it. Praise God. Hallelujah. So we said that the church shows that, um, okay, let me just read it. It says, you see that, it shows that the church is established and built on the revelation of Jesus. Hallelujah. And he also says that the gate of hell will not prevail against the church. The gate of hell will not prevail against the church. We are not fighting it. Right? It's not a contest. The gate of hell... Cannot prevail against the church. Hallelujah. It's not a contest. Praise God. It's not God and the gate of hell. God against the gate of hell. So they are contest contesting against each other, trying to know. He says the gate of hell shall not prevail against the church. You know, you should take God's word at face value. Praise God. Hallelujah. Let's turn our Bible to Ephesians 2. i'm just doing a recap. Ephesians 2. Ephesians 2. I hope everybody's with us. Those of us at the back, those over there. Is anybody over there? I hope everyone is with us. I hope they're following. Praise God. Ephesians two nineteen to twenty-one. We're gonna read Ephesians two nineteen to twenty-one. Praise God. Are you there? Are you there? <laughs> This is just a recap now. So we are, this is, we talked about these things on Sunday. So I'm just doing a recap. So, all right. Ephesians 2, 19 to 21, it says, it says, you are no longer strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God. You see, he calls the church the household of God. Verse 20, it says, having been built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. Verse 21, it says, in whom the whole building being fitted together, grows into a holy temple in the Lord. Verse 22, it says, In whom you also are being built up for a dwelling place of God in the Spirit. Praise God. Second Peter chapter 2. 2 Peter chapter 2. Praise God. Well, this is church. You see, we will try and push out as much of God's word to you. Yes. Every one of us should be students of the word. The only thing I've come to realize of recent is that God desires that every one of us will be students. So we're still going to see it in the course of this um, teaching. It's God's desire that all of us are students of the word. Students of the word. Second, sorry, First Peter, rather. First Peter chapter 2, verse 6. First Peter 2, 6. Are you there? Alright. So people are still flipping their Bibles, so we're waiting for them. Okay, First Peter two six he said, wherefore also it is contained in the scripture behold, I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone, elect and precious, and he that believeth on him shall not be confounded. Praise God Corinthians 3:11. first corinthians First corinthians three eleven he was talking about Christ as being the foundation. Praise God! Christ has been the foundation. That's what we just read in First Peter chapter two. He says, "There's no, there's nothing else you can lay on this. No other foundation can you lay except that which has been laid." Praise God! First Corinthians 3 eleven says, "For other foundation can no man lay than that is laid, which is what, which is what." Praise God. He said, there's no other foundation. And you see, this was when there was contention. You know, some said, I'm of Apollo. Some others said, I'm from Paul. And the rest said, I'm from Peter. And Apostle Paul began to address the issue and said, what are you people talking about? What are you people talking about? Hallelujah. He says, no other foundation can you lay except that which has been laid, which is Jesus Christ. Praise God. So the church is built on this revelation, the revelation of Jesus. Praise God. The church is founded on the person of Jesus Glory to God. Hallelujah. So what is church? We said the church is Ecclesia. It means to be called out. Of course, Ecclesia doesn't even mean, it's not a Christian word. Right? It's not just for church. Anything that has to do with assembling, assemblage of people. Right? Yeah. all right. So it means called out, to call out. Hallelujah. It means to call call out. So we said the fellowship of believers, the organized society of christ the kingdom of god of the kingdom of heaven on earth let's say first peter chapter 2 this is recap right so that's why i'm this is recap first peter chapter 2 verse 9 first peter chapter 2 verse 9 read this read this i'm just going to go by it again he says but he had chosen generation a royal priesthood a holy nation he's talking about the church Praise God! He's talking about the church. He says, "But ye are a chosen generation, a chosen one, a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation." Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. That just ministered to me, a holy nation. It says, a peculiar people that ye should show forth the praises of him who had called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Verse 10. He says, which in time past you were not a people, but are now the people of God, which had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. But now have obtained mercy. Let's, let's turn to um, Colossians 1.13. Colossians 1.13. Yes. You know this is deliberate. Yeah. some oh, of your eyes are already closing. <laughs> and if there is a recap, don't worry. It's gonna be a, a an amazing one. <laughs> Praise God. Colossians one thirteen. Say I'm a lover of God's word. Yes. We read from verse 12, Colossians. We read from verse 12 to 13. It says, "Giving thanks to the Father, you know, you see in First Peter chapter 2, verse 9, that we read. It says He has uh, called us out of darkness into His marvelous light. So the believer is no more in darkness. The universal church is no more in darkness. We have been brought out of darkness into His marvelous light. Say it after me. Say, "I've been brought out of darkness into His marvelous light. Say, I'm in the light of God. I'm not in darkness." Yes, I'm not the one who is lost. Yes, you are in the light of God. He says we have been brought called out of darkness into his marvelous light. Colossians 1 from verse 12. All right. Brother and Sister Aure. Glory to God. <laughs> Let's just move on. Verse 12. He said, Giving thanks unto the Father. Which had made us what? Qualified to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. He says, who had delivered us from the power of darkness and what? You are not following. Let's read verse 13 together. I want to go. So the church is not in darkness. We are not in darkness. Praise God. Hallelujah. We are not in darkness. We also talked about the fact that the church is not just a new concept that just came to the mind of God in the New Testament. It had always always been in the mind of God. Let's see Genesis 49.10. The church had always been in the mind of God. The church had always been in the mind of God. Praise God. So it's not just a new concept that God just found after the resurrection of Jesus Christ. No. It had always been in the mind of God. Genesis forty-nine. Verse 10. He said, the scepter, are you there? You're not answering. Are you there? Am I too fast? Eh? Alright, thank you. So Genesis forty-nine 10. Let's get it together. I want to go. Hallelujah. It says, "The scepter shall not depart from Judah, nor a lawgiver from between his feet, until Shiloh come. It means that Shiloh was referred to as a person. Did you see it there? Ah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I will, not, I will not picture and see that. So we just <laughs> Did you see that Shiloh there is a person? who was talking about the person of Jesus. Praise God. Describing what was going to happen. The church. The church. Let's read it again. Let's read it together. One, two, go. You get. Did you see that? It says, Until Shiloh come and unto him shall the garden of the people be. So it's showing us that Shiloh is a person describing the church. Praise God. Hallelujah. So it also shows us that we were called out of darkness. Hallelujah. A typical example would be. You know what happened to the children of Israel, to the Israelites, how that they moved from Egypt to Israel. If your neighbor is sleeping, tap the person, it's too early to sleep. Yeah. If you are sleeping, say hallelujah. All right. So they are awake. All right. Praise God. Hallelujah. So we we, we we said God called, just like the children of Israel, that God called them out of darkness, out of Egypt. Praise God. It's the same thing that happened in Colossians one, from verse twelve to thirteen. We've been called out of darkness into His light, right? The same thing in First Peter two that we have been called out of darkness into His marvelous light. So we said the church is the body of Christ. Say with me. Say the church is the body of Christ. Now let's help ourselves. Look at your neighbor. Say, bro, sis, the church. Say brah, <laughs> sis, say the church is the body of Christ. Now you are awake. Let's add more scriptures. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So we talked about universal church and uh, we said it's important that you understand what the universal church is. Somebody says, saying, is this, this same last Sunday that service are attended? <laughs> Praise God. It's important that you understand what the universal church is. And we are still on the universal church. Let's turn to Hebrews 8, 12. Hebrews 12. Hebrews 12. The body of Christ. So we explained that, you see, when you see someone who is mountain on fire, permit me to call names, RCCG, which one now? The first church we attended in Lagos, Resource of Grace Ministries. I still love the name of that church, Resource of Grace. I wonder how that pastor, you know, <laughs> confirm name, name of church. <laughs> You know, if you are going to start a new church today, there's all oh, the names are <laughs> somebody already has it too. <laughs> Praise God, hallelujah! Glory to God. Some of them now add international to the back. <laughs> Glory to God, hallelujah. So we said, no matter the denomination, we are all members of one body. So there's no segregation, we don't have differences. Praise God. I don't identify with you because I realized that ah discovery center member no of course in place of the local church and all of that is there but primarily how we should know ourselves recognize ourselves identify ourselves is because we are members of the body of Christ I also give another illustration I said you are not you driving in the, in the traffic we do it now so we have stickers pertaining to our our denomination then you see, I'm a, I'm a Waddite. I don't know if there's a word church, <laughs> any church like that. I'm a Waddite. I'm a winner. I'm a Redeemer. i be a Redeemer. Do not miss. Give me names of church. Christ Embassy. Believers love word. You know, I see, so many people put the stickers in their car, then you realize that, oh, maybe in traffic, and you're not like, oh, it's my brother, and he's trying to pass, and he's trying to, you know, Come to your lane, enter your lane. Then you were squeezing your face before. Then he pleaded with you and said, "No, no, 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 you can't go." Then you are trying to, you know, just <laughs> close up the space, bumper to bumper. You get. Then you realize, "Oh, uh-uh, oh gosh, we are members of the same church now." Hey, see your your sticker is MFM. My two is MFM. Ah, my brother. You know, that's what we do. But you see, that's not how the church of God should be identified. Praise God. That's not how the church of God should be identified. And you see, that's one challenge many of us have today. When we travel to a place, I realize that, ah, no redeem. RCCG, yeah, ah, I can't go. Of course, a lot of things that have happened that have made people say that. But not just that. Many of us also have the mindset that if it's not the apostolic church, I can't go. Because we've not gotten to realize that we are members. Bolo, are you here? All right. We are members of the body of Christ. See, I'm a member of the body of Christ. See, I'm a member of the body of Christ. And we're going to see what brings us together as members of the body of Christ. How are we identified as members of the body of Christ? We're going to see it. We're going to see it. Praise God. Hallelujah. So we said... Um, Hebrews 12 18 from verse 18. Say, I love God's word. Say, I love God's word. Yeah, I love God's word. Praise God. Hebrews 12 18. He says, For ye are not come unto man Zion that might be touched and that burnt with fire, nor unto blackness and darkness and tempest. Verse 19. He says, And the sound of the trumpet and the voice of words, which voice they that heard entreated that the word should not be spoken to them anymore. Can you imagine? Oh, glory to God. Thank God that is not our church. Hallelujah. Look at verse 20. It says, For they could not endure that which was commanded. And if so, so much, as a beast touched the mountain, it shall be stoned or thrust through with a doubt. That, we have explained this before, one of our series. Verse 21, And so terrible was the sight that Moses, oh, even the leader of the church, that Moses said, I exceedingly fear and quake. Verse 22. He says, that's not the kind of church we are come to. Did you see that? That's not the church that we belong to. Praise God. You know, it reminds me of a man, you know, in, in a meeting they were giving, you know, sometimes when you, people are just, Holy Ghost meetings and people are just giving words. Like, let, let me just say something too. So one of those meetings, and they were just giving words, giving words. Then a man man just came up and got the mic and said, Ah, the Lord said that he knows you are afraid. He said he knows that you are afraid. That even he himself is afraid. (laughs) (laughs) Praise God. That even himself, I myself am afraid. I said, that's not good that's not God. praise god hallelujah so he said even the leader of the church was scared even me i'm scared for my life i don't know what can become of me praise god and he said that's not how god wanted to be identified that's not god wanted his body hallelujah the local church sorry the universal church to be identified he said so terrible was the sight that moses said verse 21 i exceedingly fear and quick verse 22 he says but I come unto manzion and unto the city of the living god his oh glory to god hallelujah the city of the living god the heavenly jerusalem to an innumerable company of angels look at this verse 23 to the general assembly the church of the firstborn which are written in heaven and to god the judge of all and to the spirits of just men made perfect did you see that did you see the church you belong to you are not answering are you here ask your neighbor say are you here are you in church (laughs) all right Glory to God. So let's read verse twenty-three again. It says to the general assembly. He's describing the church, the universal church. Says to the general assembly. Don't forget, I said there's no. You will not see universal church in the Bible. Praise God. Hallelujah. Says to the general assembly and church of the firstborn. He says the church of the firstborn. Who is the firstborn? It's not church that every firstborn of every family is attended. That's not what he's saying. Who is the firstborn? You are not answering. Who is the firstborn? so he's saying this is the church we have come unto. glory to god (laughs) hallelujah and this church our leader is not afraid (laughs) glory to god he says to the general assembly the church of the firstborn which are written in heaven and to god the judge of all he says and to the spirit of just men made perfect i wish we could dwell on that verse 24 look at this let's read verse 24 together one to go Amazing. Glory to God. And to Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant. Hallelujah. Glory to God. This is the church that we belong to, the universal church. To Jesus, the mediator of the new new covenant. And to the blood of sprinkling. (laughs) Hallelujah. The blood of sprinkling that speaketh better things than that of Abel. Hallelujah. Glory to God. 1 Corinthians 12:13. 13. 1 Corinthians 12, 13. I'm just <laughs> it is well Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you there? 1 Corinthians 12, rather, sorry. 1 Corinthians 12. 1 Corinthians 12, 13. 1 Corinthians 12, 13. You can just look to the screen if you don't have your Bible here. He says for by one spirit we are all baptized into one body we have treated baptism before right this is not water baptism i hope you know that are you here if you are here say i'm here (laughs) he says for by one spirit we are all baptized into one body which body eh hallelujah by one spirit we are all baptized into one body whether we be Jews or Gentiles whether we be bond or free we have all we have been all made to drink into one spirit verse 14 it says for the body is not one member but many verse 15 it says if the foot shall say because i am not the hand i am not of the body is is it therefore not of the body you are not answering. Is it, not, is it therefore not of the body? Verse 16. It says, If the ear shall say, Because I am not the eye, I am not of the body. Is it therefore not of the body? Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Verse 17. If the whole body were an eye, where were the hearing? If the whole body were hearing, where were the smelling? But now had God set members. Every one of them in the body, as had pleased him. Verse 19. And if they were all one member, where were the body? Verse 20. But now are they many members, yet but one body. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Romans 12. Romans 12. Romans 12. Romans 12. You know, when you sing more, I want more of... This is more of God's word. Yeah. Yes. We're soaking it in. We're feeding on the word of God. Praise God. Romans 12, verse 4 to 5. Let's read that one together. Okay, let's read verse 4 together. Romans 12, 1, 2, go. Hallelujah. It says, for as we have many members in one body, and all members have not the same office. Of course, talking about um, offices. So we, being many, are one body in Christ. And every one members, one of another. Hallelujah. Praise God. 1 Corinthians twelve 27. 1 Corinthians 12, 27. 1 Corinthians twelve twenty-seven. 27. Are you there let's be together i want to go hallelujah he says now you are the body of christ glory to god and members in particular vital part of the body hallelujah he says now you are the body of christ members in particular it means vital part of the body praise god vital part of the body praise god Hallelujah. I wish I could talk about the local church a bit here, but let's, 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 let's move on. Glory to God. So we said the church is God's peculiar house. We read that in Colossians 1, we read 18 and 24. Because of time, I will have to run now. It says it's God's peculiar house. We also saw it in 1 Peter 2.9. The church is God's peculiar house. Say I'm God's peculiar house. Because you are, me- are members of the church. Glory to God. So when we say we are God's peculiar house, we are not thinking of maybe something else we are talking about. We are referring to ourselves. God's peculiar house. Hallelujah. He calls the church a a chosen race, a group, a treasure. He calls the church a priesthood of kingly lineage. Hallelujah. He calls the church a nation of holy men. The church is the family of God. Praise God. The church is the family of God. Hallelujah. We've talked about that. We saw that in Ephesians 3.14. Hallelujah. So let's just quickly move on. Or let's quickly let's do this. Ephesians 5.22. Ephesians 5.22. Glory to God. Talking about Christ and the church. You know, when you go for marriage counseling, this is one of the first scriptures we'll read to you. When you go for... On your wedding day... This might be one of the scriptures they will read right but you see it's fine really it's fine we don't have any issue with that but you see apostle paul wanted us to see the union the relationship between christ and the church hallelujah how together they are how inseparable christ and the church is praise god from verse 22 are the ladies here are you 22 want to go Stop. Have you finished 22? Men, please, can you read 23? Uh, Hallelujah. You know, you see, many times we are reading this in the church, and the man is looking at his wife. Are you. (laughs) Shabby, I told you. (laughs) Praise God. Submit. I'm the head. And every man, everywhere, is feeling like the head. You know, you know, there are men like that. In every meeting, they are feeling like... It's in the Bible. Ephesians 5.22. Wives. <laughs> they didn't see. he said wives. <laughs> submit. Praise God. I know some of us teach submission to be fought. Praise God. He says, wives, submit yourselves unto who... You are not answering. Look at your Bible now. Submit yourselves unto who? So is every man the head of every woman? You didn't, you didn't get that. Is every man the head of every woman? You know, sometimes in the office, and they tell you that your team lead is going to be a lady. Ah. Why? I'm a believer. <laughs> and I know my rights. <laughs> I'm the head. You might not say that out, but you, your mind. Praise God. Did you see what we just read? Let's read it again. It says, wives, submit yourselves unto who? Your own husbands. Your own. Praise God. So the man is not the head of every woman. Oh, this, okay, this is not marriage, so let's move on. The world of you are looking at me like... Oh, I'm, it's one of those things. <laughs> Hallelujah! So say, wife, submit yourselves unto your own husband. As look at this, as unto the Lord. Describing Christ and the church, he's describing that relationship between Christ and the church as unto as unto the Lord. Verse twenty-three. He says, for the husband is the head of the wife. Which wife? His own wife now. Rabbi, i'm not the head of your wife who yes praise god you know we have brought a lot of african mentality into this scene so we come to church ah let the man speak and let the woman be <laughs> i wish we could go there <laughs> praise god hallelujah let's just move on he says for the husband is the head of the wife even as the as christ is the head of the church say after me say christ is the head of the church yes, he says and he is the savior of the body now take your mind off marriage, put it think about it this way relationship between Christ and the church Christ and the church Christ and the church there was no better way he could explain it than using marriage relationship that was why he did this is it vital for a marriage relationship is it vital to learn lessons from this, yes it is right and i know we have learned a lot of lessons from there so let's put our mind take our mind back to christ and the church it says for the husband is the head of the wife, even as christ is the head of the church and is the savior of the body verse 24 it says therefore as the church is subject unto christ so the church is subject to christ hallelujah the church is under christ glory to god so let the wives be to their own husband or the church is submitted to christ hallelujah so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. Praise God. Verse 25. And, you know, that's another scripture where we say it says that the wife should submit to the husband in everything. Of course, you know you could not have been saying, maybe I should come closer to us and see our faces very well. You know, you could not have been saying in everything, including God's word. You know, sometimes... Oh, This is not a marriage relationship, right? Class. But you know sometimes, the man is saying something that is contrary to God's word. And he's telling you to openly disobey God's word. Right? And he's quoting this to you. He says to submit in everything. Of course, not contrary to God's word. Not contrary to God's word. Sister Elizabeth, are you here? Not contrary to God's word. Not contrary to God's word. Praise God. And men, don't give instructions contrary to God's word. God said you should submit. Submit first. You know, we say that. You submit first. (laughs) Then the wife is saying, God too said, Osman loves your your wives. I know, you submit first and see. Praise God. (laughs) Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. He says, Osman, love your wives, verse 25 love your wives even as christ also loved the church did you see that christ loves the church he says that's the relationship that's how christ loves his body his church hallelujah and gave himself for it verse 26 he says that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word verse 27 that he might oh glory to god that he might present to himself A glorious, who presents to himself? Who does the presenting? You know, the way we say it today is that, ah, he said if he will come, he will present himself a glorious church. Let's finish it. (laughs) A glorious church, not having spots or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy without blemish. Who is going to do that? You are not answering. Are you here this morning? Who is going to do that? Praise God. Is his responsibility. And sometimes we, 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 we say it like, ah, he says, you, <clears throat> when he comes, you should not have, if we check your body, if you have spots or wrinkle, forget it. <laughs> you are not, <laughs> praise God. He says that he might present himself to a church, a glorious church, not having spots or wrinkles. He is the one presenting to himself. Or wrinkle or any such thing. But that it should be holy without blemish. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Verse 28. He says, so ought men to love their wives as their own bodies. He that loveth his wife loveth himself. Verse 29. For no man ever yet hated his own flesh, but nourished it. This is what Christ does to the church. He nourishes the church and cherishes it glory to god even as the lord the church verse 30 for we are members of his body of his flesh and of his bones verse 31 for this cause oh another favorite scripture verse for this cause shall a man leave his father and mother and shall be joined unto his wife talking about take your mind off marriage now now come back to christ and the church and the, they too shall be what one flesh glory to god verse 32 it says this is a great mystery thank you he says this is a great mystery for this cause shall a man leave his wife shall a man leave his man leave his father and mother and cleave unto his wife and cleave unto his wife. And says, this is a great mystery. But I speak concerning Christ and the church. Talking about the union. Of Christ and the church. And cleave. Inseparable. Hallelujah. Verse 33. said, so nevertheless, let every one of you in particular so love his wife. Even as himself, right? And the wife see that she reverence her husband glory to god so we said the church of jesus is called out of darkness unto light the church of jesus is assembled in christ the church of jesus is assembled in christ the church of jesus is gathered unto christ which was what we read in genesis 49 it says unto him shall the gathering of his people be praise god say after me say the church of jesus is gathered unto Christ. Hallelujah. So, how do I become a member of this church, the universal church? How do I become a member of the church? Sister Dami, are you still with us? Glory to God. Hallelujah. How do I become a member of the church? It's simple. By being born again. By being born again. By being born again. As you are born again, you are now a member of the church interestingly even in the local church i observed i observed in my reading in studying god's word that i see the idea was that they got saved and were added to the church but it's not like that today hallelujah so by being born again by identifying with him to identify mean to believe in the gospel yes to believe in the gospel. We read Romans ten nine to ten. Romans ten nine to ten. We rest okay, we didn't read second Corinthians. Second Corinthians five seventeen that says if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Identification. Identification. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Um Galatians three twenty seven. Galatians three twenty seven says, As for as many of you as have been baptized into Christ, have what have put on Christ. We have been identified with him. Say, I've put on Christ. Say, I've put on Christ. Glory to God. Ephesians 2 6. He says, And I raised us together, ra- ra- and I raised us up together, and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. So let's look at how the church was born. The church was born. I omitted this in my last time. How the church was born. How was the church born? John chapter 2. John chapter 2. Let's turn our Bibles to John chapter 2. Verse 15. John 2.15. Are you there? John 2.15. John 2.15. Turn your Bibles to John 2.15. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But yeah, check your neighbor, ensure they are not sleeping. It's not time to sleep. Praise God! Yes, it's a training, it's a discipline that we are, that we must have. Praise God! It's a discipline that we must have. You must love God's word. Hallelujah! God's word is sweet to me. Yes, it is. It's sweet to me. Hallelujah! Praise God! John chapter two verse fifteen. And when he had made a scourge of small cords, this is Jesus. He drove them all out of the temple, and the sheep and the oxen, and poured out their changers of money and overthrew the tables. Verse 16. And said unto them that sold those, Take these things hence, hence; make not my father's house of march- a house of merchandise. Verse 17. And his disciples remembered that it was written, the Z of thy house had eaten me up. Verse 18. Then answered the Jews and said unto them, What sign showest thou unto us, seeing that thou seest these things? Verse 19. It says, Jesus answered and said unto them, Destroy this temple in three days and I will raise it up. Verse 20 then Jesus then, then said the Jews, Forty and six years, that's forty six years, was the temple in building and with that, raise it up in three days. Verse 21. But he spake of the temple of his body. Glory to God. When therefore he was risen from the dead, his disciples remembered. Now, this was after his resurrection. That's what he's saying here. When he rose up from the dead, his disciples remembered that he had said these unto them. And they believed the scripture and the word which Jesus had said unto them. Praise God. Did you understand what we just read? we are talking about how the church was born how the church was born hallelujah jesus christ one day came into the temple and made them selling praise god i made them selling this one was selling clothes this one was selling shoes this one was selling no one was listening to the word again you know everyone was ready immediately after the service i don't know if it was he was selling in the temple and he looked at me and said this is not what it's supposed to be this is not what it's supposed to be and he took a whip a scourge and he, you know, he threw their tables. Praise God. Hallelujah. And he drove them out. And said, you have made the house of my father. Praise God. The house of merchandise, of buying and selling. That's what God has uh, prayer. Prayer point, every spirit of buying and selling. Yes. The house of buying and selling, of merchandise. This is not supposed to be so. And they asked him, give us a sign. You know, we like signs. Give us a sign. What are you going to show us today? Then Jesus Christ said, "See, eh, this temple I will bring it down, and in three days I will, I will raise it up." And they said, ah, "The temple our fathers built with forty-six years, and you are saying in three in three days you are going to bring it down." You know that was what the, the major thing they accused Jesus Christ of. Praise God, Hallelujah. Let's turn our Bible to so Matthew 20:18. Matthew 20:18. Matthew 20:18 Hallelujah Matthew 20:18 Look at this he says behold we go up to Jerusalem and the son of man shall be betrayed unto the chief priests and unto the scribes and they shall condemn him to death verse 19 and shall deliver him to the Gentiles to mock and to scourge and to crucify him and the third day he shall rise again that was what he meant when he was talking about pull down this temple and in three days I will raise it up he says in three days I will raise it up praise God let's see Matthew 28 Matthew 28 from verse 1 Matthew 28 from verse 1 hallelujah this is how the church of Jesus was born this is how the church of Jesus was born. Matthew 28, 1. It says, In the end of the Sabbath, as it began to dawn, toward the first day of the week, came Mary Magdalene. Oh, how she loved Jesus. And they ordered Mary to see the sepulcher. Verse 2. And behold, there was a great earthquake. For the angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat upon it. Verse 3. His countenance was like lightning, and his raiment was white as snow. Verse 4. And for fear of him, the keepers did shake, and became as dead men. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Verse 5. And the angel answered and said unto the woman, Fear not. Fear not he, for I know that ye seek Jesus, which was crucified. He is not he, for he is risen, hallelujah, as he said, come, see the place where the Lord lay. Verse 7, and go quickly and tell his disciples that he is risen from the dead. And behold, he goeth before you into Galilee. There shall ye see him, Lo, I have told you. Verse 8, and they departed quickly from the sepulcher with fear and great joy. You know, fear mixed with joy. And this road to bring the disciples' word. Hallelujah. That was where the church was born. The resurrection of Jesus. The resurrection of Jesus. Hallelujah. The resurrection of Jesus. First Peter 1 3. First Peter 1 3. <laughs> First Peter 1 3. Glory to God. Are you there? First Peter 1 3. He says, Blessed be God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Let's read together. I want to go. 1 Peter 1 3. How were we begotten? Unto a lively hope. How were we begotten unto a lively hope? You are not answering. How were we begotten unto a lively hope? It says, by the revelation of the G- resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. That's how we were begotten unto a lively hope so you know many times we say when he died I died with him when he was buried I was buried with him when he rose again I rose with him that's what he was talking about begotten unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead so I'm not just watching that movie you know that says oh they beat him they, you know and then we are crying and that you know no I'm watching and seeing what he has done for me what he did for me through his own body hallelujah how that he died how that he was buried how that he rose again he said the church was begotten i was begotten we were begotten what does it mean to be begotten to be born to be born how by the resurrection of jesus from the dead so when christ rose again from the dead what happened the church was born we were born hallelujah we were born by the resurrection of jesus from the dead are you here this morning are you in church this morning or you have gone too soon are you in church this morning say i'm in church i'm alive in him yes hallelujah ephesians chapter 2 ephesians chapter 2 we're talking about how the church was born how the church was born glory to god ephesians 2 ephesians 2 let's read from verse 2 i wanted to run Ephesians 2 from verse 2 it says wherein in time past he walked according to the course of this world." he was saying when we were of the flesh we were in the world hallelujah according to the prince of the power of the air we were controlled by these things the spirit are now working in the children of disobedience say i'm not a child of disobedience say i'm not a child of disobedience he's saying that these are the things that are working in them that's why they are the children of the disobedience verse 3 he says among whom also shall we please pray for us we are closing Among whom also, we all had our conversation in time past, in the lusts of of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind. And we are by nature the children of wrath, even as others. Verse 4, but God, oh hallelujah, but God, who is rich in mercy. You know, God was always described as rich in mercy he is hallelujah who is rich in mercy for his great love great love great love not those terms great love wherewith he loved us hallelujah for his great love wherewith he loved us even when we were dead hallelujah so you're not the one who is dead in sins say i'm not the one who is dead in sins he says we were dead past hallelujah even when we were dead in sins had what made us alive Quickened us how together with christ is the same thing we read in first peter 1 3 he said he quickened us made us alive together hallelujah with christ he says by grace are you saved verse 6 he says oh glory to god hallelujah you know it would have been good enough if He just quickened us together you know with christ made us together with christ made us alive together with christ but he didn't stop there Praise God. Just like Colossians chapter 1 from verse 12 to 13. 13, it says he has translated us from the power of darkness and to his light. Hallelujah. Brought us from the kingdom of darkness. Translated us into his light. The light of his dear son. Verse 6. he says, and has raised up to us up together. Thinking about the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus. And made us sit together with him in the heavenly places. Verse 7. It says... That in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness towards us through Christ Jesus. I like the way CPT puts verse seven. It says, throughout the coming of the ages, we will be the visible display of the infinite limitless riches of his grace and kindness, which was showered upon us in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Romans 6 Romans 6 hallelujah Romans 6 Romans 6 Romans 6 are you there read verse 4 from verse 4 Romans 6 from verse 4 it says therefore we are what buried with him by baptism into death that like as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of father even so we also should walk in the newness of life. Will he be telling you to walk in the newness of life if he's not seeing you as risen from the dead with Christ? You are not answering. Praise God. Say, I, I, I'm a lover of God's word. I'm a lover of God's word. I'm a lover of God's word. Yes. You know, we should train ourselves this way. Are we going to do more of this as a church. Put in more of God's word. Hallelujah. Put in more of God's word. Yes. Praise God. You know the same attitude, the same way you love to dance. What? Yeah, yeah. ah. You know, you love that. And say, do backflips for the Lord. Ah, this is church. Eh, eh. Praise God. You know, you see, in the church, the early church, thank God for keyboards. We are going to have, continue to have better keyboards, right? There was no keyboard. We're still going to sit in Acts 20 when we begin to talk about the local church, Eutychus. Paul preached until midnight. Praise God. Ah, ah. This is how we will end, he continued. This is how we end. We came to break bread. <laughs> Not he was not talking about bread of the word, you know we call it bread, you get word the bread of life. No, right? And he continued and began con- to ah. let me go and sit on the window. You know the way we do now? Go and stand in front of Fan uh, uh, AC. Then he did that. Then he sank deep in sleep. That's how the Bible describes describes it. Sank deep inside Apostle Paul Simon. He sank deep, deep, not deep in the world, in sleep. Until he fell and died. You know, things like that happen. They think you are listening until your Bible falls from your hand. <laughs> then the pastor is wondering. <laughs> they think you are jotting until the pastor comes close to you and see that... <laughs> I write in Greek. <laughs> he fell and died. A man said, You should learn lesson from Uticus. and not make the mistake Apostle Paul made. I thought Apostle Paul will stop there. The Bible says Apostle Paul fell on him and said, His life is in him. No drama. No, you notice that? No drama. He just fell and I said, His life is in him and continued. Guess what? Ah, he says till daybreak, uh-uh, Apostle. We thank God for the one that God just. Did, but let's close and go before person will fall and die. But he didn't stop because he knew that he had a message to pass across. You know we're going to read it. We we'll read, we'll read about the local church. Then Apostle Paul finished in the morning. Guess what? He checked where he was going to. He told them to sail and come and meet him. To ask us or something. I said, I'm not, see, I'm not going to sail with you guys. Come and meet me. In my mind, I, 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 he was not in the scripture, but I assumed. Maybe he wanted to pray some more. Because he said, I thank God I pray in tongues more than you all. So it means that he must have been praying everywhere, right? Right? So maybe I, let me pray some more. I've ministered God's word. Let me pray some more. Praise God. See, you see, you should learn it. Let it be a culture, a character to take in God's word. Hallelujah. To take in God's word. Let it be a discipline as a church of God. Praise God. Say, God's word is sweet to me. God's word is sweet to me. God's God's word is not boring to me. This is what will make the change. And that's the issue we have had in the local church. There is tea service I'm not saying we should not have breakfast service though, right? Short service I hope we will not get to where we will say as we are back say no, no, no don't, just wait outside, we will give you the word there and you will go back we have shrunk our meeting services such that we don't have time for God's word anymore, praise God everyone is in a hurry to go back home you know, you see if there was a match today, a football match, you know we'll be there, right, brothers? That's why are you answer, and we'll be there, right? Especially those Sunday matches, always special matches, right? Two to four, then your voice is the loudest. You sit in front. When they score, you remove your shirt. The man in Christ, <laughs> you are there. Two o'clock. You are not complaining. Before they start, you are there. You are watching what they have to say. You are watching the analysis. The pre match, what? Analysis. Oh, there is even pre match. Anal- so there is after match analysis. Have you? All right. You are watching. What does he have to say? Who are they going to feature in this game today? You are not saying, ah, see time. 90 minutes. Praise God. No, you are. You are You are loving it. I love this place. Then the match is done after 90 minutes. You sit there again to analyze what happened. You know, they start doing adverts first. Then you are giving your own analysis. Then you give your own analysis on what happened in the game. Then they come back after the adverts. Then they give their own analysis. You also watch that. When you get home, you go to Highlights Channel, what do they call it? Highlight, I mean, you want to see the, how did he really score this goal I want to see, how did who now, how did Poba? how did this score this goal, ah, what a man, see dream analysis, praise God, see you should create that love for the world as well hallelujah we should create that word? love for the word of God, I love God's word, I love God's word I love God's word if I were you, I would say the same thing. I love God's word. You know, I love the way that Hagen, the man of faith, the great man of faith, said they would go on their knees just to study the word. He said, I'll put the word in the aisle. He said, every time I walked in, I went straight to the word. I went straight to my Bible that I left on the altar. And I just kneeled down and read it. And read it. The word of God. Praise God. We are going to bring back that culture. Say amen yes no more in a hurry to go home and that's why you see many are making mistakes a lot of things are happening in life see God's word is all you need that's what you need and that is the system of the local church where you are fed and taught God's word yes it is primary in the local church taught God's word hallelujah taught God's word God doesn't want you to remain as a babe, unskillful in the world of righteousness. Many have remained that way. I remember Rehearsal. we went with Rehazal and I was, you know, we were kids, we didn't know. I would have probably kept quiet if it was now. And the man was playing off. Then we were singing on that key and we were trying to you know, always going off. Everything wasn't so good and all of that. And I said, sorry, sir. Please, I, I want to say something, sir. We we're teenagers. Say, said, what, what do you want to say? I said, sir. I think the key is you're on your own key. Say, so what? You're telling me I'm on the wrong key. Do you know how many years I've been born again for? Because you don't understand what it means to be in Christ. He thinks we are counting ages. We are counting the number of years that you are born again. Praise God. Unskillful in the world of righteousness. Not knowing how to use the word. You know, I love the way that Hagen says it. He said, many have remained babes in the church. He said, they refuse to remove the feeding bottle from their mouth he said when the new babes in Christ come there's no feeding bottle because they refuse to grow up praise God because they refuse to grow up they remain on that same spot you know how to describe a babe they didn't visit me they forgot my birthday me that used to sing I'm not not even serving God again (laughs) hallelujah the church it's God's institution, God set it up Himself. The church can never fail, the gate of hell can never prevail against the church. It cannot happen. It cannot happen. This is the design of God. Yes, this is the design of God. He, see, He designed it Himself. The church belongs to God. He said, He will, He will come for a church that is without wrinkle nor spots. Hallelujah, nor blemish. Who preserves the church is Christ Himself. He does that. Who cleanses His church is Christ Himself. Praise God. Hallelujah. Say this after me. Say, I'm a lover of God's word. I love the world. You know, you see many times where they give you lots of dancing, dance steps. You know, we don't have that in the church again. Thank God. The break dance <laughs> and they do all of that. <laughs> What a fun service. Phone full service. Phone feed service. Hallelujah. Then a the guy gets home. Praise God. And he's oppressed by demon spirits in the night. Then he's trying to shout Jesus. He says, yeah. You know, I've seen, I, I just got, I laugh, and allow the devil to deal with you very well. <laughs> because you don't have enough word in you. Praise God. The church is where you get the word. Hallelujah. Don't be in a hurry. Let them finish and let me go. home. No. The church of God. Hallelujah. The church of God. We have taught God's word. We grow. We grow. The reason why many of us have remained the way we are is because we have not been taught God's word. The reason why many of us have not grown is because we have not been taught God's word. Yes. The reason why is as if we have remained on the same spot. Where we used to be is the same things happening, the same challenges, the same set of temptations you were going through two years ago. You are still struggling with now. The word. The word. The word. And there is no other place you will get the word other than the church. There is no other place you will get the word other than the church. So don't come to church when you feel like or when it is comfortable for you are you listening to me the church is not when it's comfortable for you, you are part and parcel of the church, did you see how you describe the church, the husband and the wife, inseparable 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 that's how you are even though the woman say you are no more my wife see, forget it, inseparable inseparable that's the design of the church so you see in the church you will grow you will learn God's word you will grow spiritually, you will be disciplined we are going to do all of that, see all of that in a local church so it's not <laughs> I, I'm so tired today I don't feel like going to church no you are part and parcel of the church a member of the church hallelujah a member of the church a member of the church imagine you woke up, growing maker and your hand said ah Ross, they go, Me, I'll be your leg. Say, ah, you feel they go? Me, i I not go today. Does your, does your leg say that? We are going, no? Once we say we are going, we are going. The mind needs to think we are going. And the leg say, yes, sir, we go. That's what many of us have done in the church. So we now choose. I, have my, I know my rights. I have my rights. My rights and privileges in Christ so i can choose i can watch youtube and be blessed praise god i can give to any one i want to ah it's my money because you don't understand what the church is about you don't understand your place in the church you don't understand that the church is not where you say i choose not to be part of this praise god just like your leg cannot say ah But you know, we checked so much yesterday now. Where are we going to today again? Yeah, I'm tired. You can be going. I'm not going. Hallelujah. Let's stand to our feet. Let's stand to our feet. Let's stand to our feet. Say, I'm a member of the body of Christ. I'm a member of his body. Did you see how he described us? He says, member of his flesh and of his bones. That's how close we are as the church of God. Of his flesh and of his bones. Of His flesh and of His bones. We are associated, identified with Him. Identified with Him. Just lift your hands and give Him praise. Just lift your hands and give Him praise. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Because I know now that I am part of Your body. Because I know now that I am part of Your body. The part of the church. The part of the church. The part of the church. Yes, the part of the church. The part of the church, I am your temple. I am your temple where you demonstrate and express yourself to the, to the nations of the earth. Yes, I am part of the church. What you did was, you know, what you did for it was rotting us as well. Not just for the Jews. Not just for any was wrought in us as well. Manifested in us. Identified with him. He said, now there is no more Jew. There is no more Greek. There is no more born. There is no more free. All of us are now one in Christ. Members of his body in particular. Members of his body. Vital parts of his body. I belong to the body of Christ. I belong to the body of Christ. And in the body, I don't act anyhow. Anyhow, In the body, I don't do as I like. It's not as I feel. No, it's not as I feel. I'm a member of his body. I'm a member of his body. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. Thank you for your word that is at work in us. Thank you for we grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you for your word which is down to our heart. Hallelujah. Thank you for the progress. Thank you for the the increase that we have by the reason of your word. Thank you for we are not going to remain the same again in the name of Jesus. Thank you for our hearts are blessed greatly in the name of Jesus. Thank you for Jesus is glorified and we have been edified in the name of Jesus. For in Jesus' name we have prayed.